Hello everybody. Welcome back to my channel. This is Minister Mercy with another episode of Spiritual Conversations with Minister Mercy. If this is your first time visiting this channel, you are very much welcome. Please subscribe and click on the notification bell for future videos. My returning subscribers, you are very much welcome. Thank you for your support and your love. Today's episode is titled, What is Biblical Meditation? What happens to our brain when we meditate on the Word of God? So these are the questions we are going to try and answer in this episode. Actually, this episode is a follow-on video from a previous video titled, How do we get our thoughts to line up with God's thoughts? If you have not watched that video, I'll suggest that you click on the link to watch it. God has made it clear in his word that man's thoughts are worthless, futile, which means incapable of producing any useful results from God's point of view. And also seeing that through the prophet Isaiah, God has made it clear that his thoughts are nothing like our ours and his ways are far beyond anything we could imagine. He went on further to say, for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. This is taken from Isaiah 55 from verse 8 to 9. So, how do we go about correcting this anomaly? Yes, it is an anomaly. Because if we are created in the image of God, shouldn't we also think like Him, especially those whom He has given the right to be called His children because of their faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, who has washed their sins with His blood? We arrived at this conclusion. The only way we can get God's thoughts into our mind and spirit in order to have God's kind of wisdom is by renewing our mind with God's words. Just like Apostle Paul instructed us to do in Romans 12 from verse 1 to 2. And I'll read, take this reading is from the New Living Translation. And it says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. From the above scripture, we can see that God has good, pleasing and perfect plan for his children. He wants us to be transformed you know, into people with renewed minds, living to honor and obey him and to serve others in the name of Jesus. But if we continue to think like the world thinks, we will continue to behave like the world behaves, with self at the center of all we think and do. But if we want to be the new, that new person, 2 Corinthians 
5.17 talks about. I will read it. It says, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. In order to become this new person, we need to allow the Spirit of God, using God's words to transform the way we think, thereby transforming our behavior and attitude. This can only be achieved through the process of meditation. So we have come to the first part of our questions. What is biblical meditation? Meditation means the act of focusing one's thoughts on a specific subject, discerning its meaning and action. Biblical meditation involves a lot of reading and rereading the Word of God and then reflectively think or contemplate on what has been read and committed to memory. As Christians, when we talk about meditation, it does not mean to sit and ponder infinity or to empty the mind so some force can fill it by repeating some chant or mitra. Such actions are dangerous and opens the mind to demonic attacks. Meditation in the Bible means reflective thinking on biblical truth so that God is able to speak to you through scripture and through thoughts that come to your mind as you reflect on his word. However, whatever thought that comes to your mind must also be filtered through the word. The aim of Christian meditation is to internalize and personalize the word of God so that its truth can affect the way we think, our attitude and our actions leading to the way we live our lives. What is the objective of biblical meditation? That is the next question. There are several objectives in Christian meditation. One is worship. Meditating on God's word is a means of worship because as we meditate and reflect on God's word, we focus on the Lord and his works. When we meditate on God's word, we create a place and space in our lives where we can come into communion with the Lord Jesus. In this place of meditation, we are able to rise our spirit, you know, raise our spirit over the material world, over the world or the world of activities, the hustle and bustle of daily lives. The second objective for biblical meditation is instructions. Meditating on the word helps us to improve our understanding of the word and God's ways as it, as it applies to our lives. For example, Psalm 49 verse 3 tells us, Understanding comes from the meditation of his heart. The New Living Translation puts it this way, For my words are wise, and my thoughts are filled with insight. God's words are filled with wisdom. We acquire this wisdom when we meditate on his word. 
During meditation, we exchange our thoughts for God's thoughts. The third objective for doing um, biblical meditation is motivation or encouragement. Encouragement. You see, because when we meditate on God's word, it helps to encourage and motivate and inspire us to serve the Lord. It encourages us to step out in faith and do the work God has called us to do. And the fourth objective is transformation. Meditating on the word of God helps us to transform our pattern of thinking, the things we think about, thereby helping us to change how we behave towards others. So when should we meditate on the word? That is the next question. Ideally, we should set aside specific times in our lives for Bible study and thinking on the word. It means making space in a special place for God. Also, throughout the day, as we face various situations in our lives, as we go on uh, going about our daily lives, this means constant application of the word through remembrance and reflective thinking throughout the day. That means you bring up the word, the verse you may be meditating on, you chew it, you chew it, you chew it before you digest it in your spirit. So it's constant reflecting on the word to really get out what the word is trying to say to us. Just like David stated in Psalm 63 verse 6, he says, I lie awake thinking of you, meditating on you through the night. On you here means God's word. So David meditates on God's words day and night. He's constantly reflecting on what he has read in the Torah. So the next question is, why should we meditate on the word of God? Right. Because of what the Bible is. The Bible is a revelation from God. The Bible is God's light, his truth. If we want God's light to shine in our spirit, we need to meditate on the word. In the Bible, God has spoken and through this book, God reveals himself. He also reveals who and what man is and what his plan for man consists of. The Bible was given to us by God to be read and meditated on. An unread Bible is like food that has been refused or an unopened love letter or a buried sword or a road map not studied or a gold mine not worked to extract the gold. Because of our need to be reconciled to God and to one another, there is a great need to personalize the word of God because of Satan's influence on our mind and our thoughts. Because of Satan's influence, man has become a totally depraved being, possessing selfish and ultimately self-destructive thought patterns and behavior. Man is a holistic being possessing spirit, soul, and body, which are all linked up. Thereby, meditation affects man's whole being. 
Another reason to meditate on the Word of God is the fact that man does not naturally contain God's thoughts and His ways. So by meditating on the Word of God, we exchange our depraved, selfish, and destructive thought patterns and behavior with God's thoughts. Our next question is, what happens to the brain when we meditate on the Word of God? To address this question, I am going to use scientific findings to support biblical principles concerning renewing of the mind. Hopefully, this will help us understand the reason the Word of God puts so much emphasis on the mind and the renewing of the mind and casting down strongholds. Science have discovered that we actually grow new brain cells throughout our entire life. This process is called neurogenesis. The new brain cells are called neurons and they grow in the hippocampus region of the brain. This is the region of the brain that is responsible for learning, learning new information, storing information, developing long-term memories and regulating our emotions. Scientific studies have shown that these new brain cells are kept alive by learning something that requires effort and concentration over an extended period of time. Meditating on the Word of God involves concentrating and actively thinking about what you are meditating on. This is how we build new brain cells called neurons, which now contains God's Word and God's thoughts. As you maintain this beautiful habit of meditating on the word, you will continue to build new neurons, which is called network of neurons, which will carry God's thoughts to your hippocampus. The new brain cells containing information from God's words will now replace the old information which your old brain cells contained. This is how you pull down strongholds, old ways of thinking and believing that came from the world system. This is what um, Paul meant in Romans 12 verse 2 when he told us, you know, Christians should renew their mind by developing new brain cells that contains God's information and stop behaving according to the old information contained in their old brain cells. Renewing our mind and building new brain cells is needed to correct our self-image, which has been shaped from the time of our birth by the outside world, people and circumstances, and the inner world, our belief system, our values, our own perception and feelings about ourselves. How we see ourselves will determine how we think, speak and act, which in turn will affect how others think of us and treat us. We should learn who we are in Christ according to what God says, not according to what we think or feel we are or what others tell us. Remember to Live, remember to live a crucified life means death of your old self.
that is network of neurons built in the brain. Crucified life is followed by a resurrected life, that is new life, which is Christ's life, meaning new network of neurons built in the brain by meditating on the word of God, which develops into oneness with Christ, identification with him, and seeing things from God's point of view, God's ways, the mind of Christ, because you are meditating on the word of God. You are exchanging your thoughts for the thoughts of God. These two biblical principles is what science has confirmed for us. That is Romans 12 verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We will only get to know God's perfect will for our lives when we develop new brain cells, also called network of neurons, that contains information from God's word. This is how we will become a transformed person, the new person, the new creature. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 talks about, which reads, I'll read this chapter again. It says, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. We can only achieve this this new life when we develop the habit of meditating on the word of God. Through meditation, we are building new network of neurons and pulling down old network of neurons by that we exchange our old pattern of thinking and behaving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have come to the end of today's episode. I pray that today's teaching will lead listeners to study and reflect on the subject of biblical meditation and how important it is for Christians to form the habit of meditating on the Word of God. If we truly want to live a transformed life in Christ, we need to meditate on His Word, thereby exchanging our thoughts with His thoughts. Thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and click on the notification bell for future videos. Bye for now, and God bless. Bye-bye.